Our gospel lesson today is Mark 4, 26 through 34. And you can, I guess it's up there. No, it's on the front of your bulletin. He also said, the kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up, and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we thank you for the beauty of your word, the truth of your word. And today we thank you for the challenge of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of the most confusing months of my life came when I began studying parables in my quest for a doctorate. Now, let's face it, most of the teachings of Jesus are clear and they are easy to understand. Now, they may be hard, they may even seem impossible for us to do, but they are easy to understand and they are very clear. Love God. Anybody not understand that? Love your neighbors. Anybody not understand that? Love them as I have loved you. Okay, now we're getting into the almost impossible part. Turn the other cheek. Okay, now we're going deeper into the almost impossible part. Go the extra mile. It's clear, but clear as these instructions are to us, sometimes people need more. The Apostle Paul had to be blinded by God on the Damascus Road before he could finally see the truth. He needed more. When you and I read a parable, we are, like Paul, receiving blinding light to help us see God. Have you ever read a parable like that? In the sense of, you know, most of the scriptures are truly a light unto our feet, but not parables. Parables are a light aimed directly at our eyes. 
to knock us off balance, to help us find ourselves in the words of the Christ, to blind us so that we might see. Even at the end, Jesus said he only taught to them in parables, but he explained it all to his disciples. He knew parables aren't easy, and they're not meant to be and that they required explanation. For example, there is a place in every parable where we have to kind of scratch our own heads because it just don't make sense. You must confront in every parable that one place where there's a twist, where all of a sudden in the story something happens and, and, and you wake up and you go, huh? How could that be? A pearl of such value that you would sell all that you own to buy it? What are you going to live on if you buy something for everything that you own? What are you going to live on? What are you going to eat? And the biggest problem of all If you're going out to buy the land that this pearl is on, that means you don't own the land. Somebody else does. Are you going to tell them about the pearl? Or are you going to rip them off? And the kingdom of God is like that? How? How in the world is the kingdom of God like that? A mustard seed. We have a mustard seed story here. We have the mustard seed thrown into a garden. And that's just crazy. A mustard seed will grow a plant uh, that will consume that garden. Consume and destroy that garden utterly. And throwing a mustard seed into a garden violated the laws of kosher anyway. The very laws upon which Jewish culture were built. How does that make any sense at all? You have to think about it. You have to figure it out. Parables force us to ask questions and to examine our faith. Like good art, parables don't give us answers. They force us to interpret them ourselves, to find our place in them, and to examine our lives through them. Let me ask you a question. How many of you have ever been a shepherd? Yeah. Well, good. So tell me, what kind of shepherd leaves 99 sheep all alone, all unprotected, to go search for that one stupid lamb that wandered off fell into a crack or on a rock, got lost. What kind of shepherd goes looking for that lamb? 
Uh, if the right answer is a foolish shepherd, yes. Okay. Okay, never mind. I think I'll keep preaching. <laughs> you, you keep to the singing, I'll keep to the preaching. What a foolish shepherd. It doesn't make sense. You have to think about it. And aren't we all glad that that shepherd is so foolish? Why would a farmer just randomly scattered seed, knowing 80% of it will be eaten by birds or will die in the heat or in rocky, shallow soil? What a foolish farmer. It doesn't make sense. Parables blind us to help us see. And today's parable is no different. The farmer kept planting, kept planting seed year after year, even though he did not understand how seeds grow into healthy plants. Possible questions the Holy Spirit might ask of us through this parable. How many seeds have you planted? Not understanding, just planting them. Your job is not to grow the crop. God does that. Isn't that good news? Well, it depends on where you are in life. That can be excellent news. But our job is to plant seeds. Are we? Are we planting seeds? This farmer seems to be doing so little to get so much in return. So much for so little. Does that ring a bell? You ever had a conversation about grace? Let me tell you about a little girl named Jenny. She and her daddy were eating watermelons one day when her father had an excellent idea to teach his daughter a valuable lesson. He held up a small black watermelon seed from one of the watermelons in our community garden. We have watermelons. We will now, won't we? <laughs> and he said to his daughter, he said to Ginny, isn't it amazing that something so big could come from something so small? like the kingdom of God being built by 12 disciples. You see how this, in, I'm not even, I'm just telling a story, but it can speak to us. Well, they planted a few seeds in their backyard. Jenny checked their little garden every day. In a few days, a few vines began to grow. But for Jenny, it was all going 
Way too slow. You know how a child is. They go out there looking for something, and when all you see is a pile of dirt, they don't see much to get excited about. They don't see the potential. As the choir sang, they don't see the promise. They only see the emptiness of the dirt. Well, the, every day, she said, Daddy, when will these watermelons grow? The day came when he came bounding into the house full of energy and excitement. Daddy, there's a watermelon growing in our garden. They went outside to look at it. It was about the size of a lemon. Soon other melons started growing. But it all was still taking so long for Jenny. So her father had another brilliant idea. He went to a farmer's market, and he bought the biggest watermelon they could find. Well, he could find. And when he got home, he carried it out to the backyard, and he placed it right in the middle of the vines. He even wrapped one of the vines around the stem. And he went inside and asked Jenny if she had checked her watermelons today. Because it was taking so long, Jenny lost her excitement about their watermelon patch. So she slowly walked outside to check. About 30 seconds later, she came running back into the house. Daddy, Daddy, you won't believe what has happened. The farmer didn't understand the how of it. He only did his part. And lo and behold, there was an abundant harvest. It was a mystery. But I can imagine him saying every year, I can't believe what happened again. Is your faith like that? When we live in God's kingdom, everywhere we turn, we discover new reasons to say, I can't believe that happened. Look what God has done again. How in the world did that happen? That's amazing. I don't know how, but that's amazing. You see, that's what this parable says to me. That we live in an amazing world. That we live by an amazing faith. That we don't always know how, but it all turns out right in the end, just like it did for this farmer. That's what this parable says to me. What is this parable saying to you? Amen.